Good morning. Um, my name is Daniel Labrick. I head up digital and data solutions for Zulik Pharma. Today, I'd like to talk you through our journey uh, of our blockchain initiative, how we've gone from vaccines to vaccinations. Before I jump in, um, maybe just a very brief overview of, of who we are in, in, in Zulu Pharma. Uh, we are the, the leading vaccine distrib distributor in Asia. Um, and so the majority of, of vaccines, uh, including COVID-19 vaccines, uh, come through us in, in the Asia Pacific region. Uh, we have a huge uh, cold room infrastructure. Um, and in, in 2019, we, we roughly distributed and sold 40 million vaccines across uh, across region in Asia. Um, really, our, our presence is across, uh, is across healthcare. Um, as I mentioned, we are the, the largest um, uh, vaccine distributor and also one of the Asia's largest pharma distributors. Um, and in the, in the, the region, um, around 75%, a little bit more of all branded vaccines uh, come, come to us and our distribution uh, chain. Uh, we we have a world class technology platform. Uh, you know we, we partner with some of the leading tech players out there to to build a lot of our digital solutions, um, and we have a very very stringent uh, commitment to quality. Uh, as I mentioned, largest cold chain network in in the region, uh, and we also have a have, have a, a very broad ecosystem with um, with around eighty percent of of healthcare institutions in e Asia directly served uh, or touched by us. Um, our core focus uh, has always been uh, around distribution. Um, so we are we are a, a, a traditional company. We're nearly 100 years old. Um, we are headquartered and and um, we we only distribute uh, in, in the Asia region. We started to make moves into some uh, some other spaces. We have a, a clinical reach or clinical trials business. We we have um, one of the largest uh, third party administrators uh, in the region. Um, and then underpinning all of that, we have a we have a digital and data practice, um, which which we've uh, established over the last last few years. <clears throat> and and in there, we we um, we run everything from an e-commerce platform to to what I will talk about today, which is our which is our blockchain uh, network um, that, that we we use for, for authentication. So. Really, we've we've always seen, or there's there's been um, issues along the along the pharma supply chain. There's never been a problem uh, with with distribution of of, of goods, um, so moving them from from one place to to the other. But there has been a real challenge around data exchange, uh, and so how how can we build a solution, or how can we help to to basically uh, break down some of those barriers or walls? Um, and obviously, there's, there's there's concerns around data ownership, um, and people are reluctant to share in, in case uh, in case that data is used by by a third party for for whatever reason. And so, what we what we've that was the first challenge that we we kind of had to tackle. We also have a number of other challenges in in the region, especially you know serialization in in Asia is not is not mandated yet, uh, except for for maybe one one uh, country that we we actually distribute in. So how do we how do we build a solution that allows us to track or trace down to a very granular level? Um, uh, operations uh, again. It, it, how do we how do we make sure that we're capturing data fully along this the, along the supply chain? So things like quality control, temperature tracking, um, and then being able to authenticate uh, the, the the product itself. These these just don't exist uh, currently. And then. How do we how do we bring in the, the the kind of the end players in this ecosystem? So the the hospitals, the clinics, um, and then right down to patients. So so really, how can we empower a patient 
to be to be part of this journey and uh, and be able to prove the provenance of, of the vaccines. And then one of the key things that we are really seeing is is, is around the, the analytics. Um, and so really being able to to break down this siloed data and, and make um, and make use of it. Um, so really, uh, can we can we uh, find out where all the all the stocks are at any one point in time? Can we send uh, stocks to particular particular locations that, that need it, uh, especially at that time. And so, you know, there's always been, there's, there's a huge issue in, in, in Asia itself around uh, around counterfeit vaccines. You know, the World Health Organization says it's anywhere between one and three out of 10 um, uh, products that are sold in, in this region are either substandard or, or counterfeit. Um, and then this is obviously being exasperated by, by COVID-19 um, and, and, uh, and, and the things that we're seeing happening in, in the market. Um, you know, it's not just uh, it's not just the issue that we see around around um, around the loss of revenue. There's also a huge impact to, to people's lives here. Uh, and I think again, the World Health Organization estimated it, it could be as close to one million one million people have died um, because of uh, because of uh, counterfeit and substandard medicines. So how can we really do something to 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 um, to make a, a change in in this space? Um, and really, how can we how can we we work with our our key clients, uh, the pharma manufacturers, as well as um, as as well as uh, the, the security uh, agencies, uh, to do something about uh, about what we've seen in this region? And so what we what we did was um, we we came up with a solution that we called Easy Tracker, um, and it is very basic function. It's basically a blockchain network that um, gives instantaneous uh, traceability across the, the pharma supply chain. Um, and, and what we, we're doing here is a very simple, simple app um, that uh, allows a patient or, or clinic to be able to scan a, a code on a box and, and get a response. Um, and, and, and those responses uh, then allow them to, to see the provenance of that particular drug uh, and understand um, if, it's, if it's genuine, it's been through a supply chain, or, or, or we don't know where, where it's come from. And so it's really broken down into into a few layers. You know, we have the, the blockchain network, um, and I'll, I'll I'll explain a little bit more about why we chose to to go down the direction of blockchain. It's a question we get asked quite quite often. Um, we then have to put on a really a digital ID. Um, so because uh, serialization is is not not mandated, and we're not seeing goods coming in from manufacturers that are, that are already serialized. We have to give a, a what we would call a pseudo serialized uh, ID to these these packets or the, these these products so that we can um, so that we can see um, what what is going what is going on um, uh, where, and where they where they're coming from um, and then obviously there's a there's a, a quite a, a large portion around um, around the operations uh, how do we um, how do we uh, how do we do our warehousing? How can we how can we tag those particular products to a particular uh, ship to or sold to so that we can see the full the full provenance? And then at the very end of it, there's a there's a very simple um, mobile application which is which is available for anybody to use. You download it from from the stores, and from there you can you can uh, kind of verify the uh, the product before you, you you either get vaccinated or before you actually take it. And so, uh, as I say, we 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 are the, the first in um, in Asia to to have launched uh, something like this. Um, it, it's not a um, it's not a, a a POC or a pilot. Uh, it's something that's live and it, it's uh, it's actually um, it's actually out there and being used. Um, and so, really, what what we what we we set out to do is to connect this this ecosystem. So, bringing in our our key clients, uh, our, our pharma manufacturers. 
ourselves as we play a key part uh, in the distribution um, around the around the warehouse, um, and then our healthcare organisations um, and medical facilities, and then connecting our our end users. Um, and really, this, this is this is what we're trying to do with the whole whole blockchain network. Um, it's really giving a window into into what was traditionally um, siloed um, um, siloed data stores um, by by empowering a patient to, to be able to scan a product and see the full provenance along the along the blockchain network. And so, as I mentioned, one of the one of the key questions that we we always get is uh, is why blockchain technology um, and um, and why did we go down this route and why did we not just um, use a use a traditional database? Um, and so, what we wanted to do is really build a solution where there is no no kind of barriers to entry. Um, we wanted to make sure that that, that we could um, allow transparency um, and and really give give as I say a window into into the data. Um, but allow people to be comfortable to share that data, to be in control of that data, to 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 um, to share what they feel comfortable with, and if they don't, they they they're in full control without having to pass this this data over to anybody else. And security is is a key factor, you know. Um, it really, how we wanted to make sure that um, that that we were giving a network um, and sharing data which was as secure as, as possible. And it obviously has to be able to scale. We, we're now at uh, around two to two million plus um, packets or, 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 um, or, or products that have been uh, released into the into the market that are serialized and, and on, on the blockchain network. How do we make sure that this can deal with, with demand as we as we scale up and we start to put um, more, more products uh, and the portfolio onto onto the uh, solution? And really, the, the key one is, is obviously around the trust and integrity. You know, we want to make that um, this this data is immutable. It can't be changed. Um, any and if, if anybody does try, it's obviously detected and, and and we can trace trace back. And I think that's that's the key one. You know, when we we're dealing with with uh, life saving um, products or medicines, being able to give that degree of, of trust and integrity to to the patient is is key. Um, so that that they have the confidence to to uh, to go forward and, and, and take that particular product. And so really what we are now seeing uh, and some of the outcomes that, that we're seeing for our key stakeholders is, is obviously if we look at the, the patient angle uh, or HCPs and patients, it, it really is all about um, empowering them to, to verify, verify the, the vaccine. Um, and really, you know, to, to have confidence that, that the product is, is genuine. Uh, and it's not just genuine, you know. We we're now seeing a lot of a lot of requests to extend uh, th this network. So can we bring in uh, temperature control, for instance, um, so that that they they're not just uh, guaranteed that the quality that the um, it's an authentic product, but that also it was stored and transported in the in the right uh, in the right quality controls. And then we originally started this for for product recalls um, and and an adverse event reporting. Um, and in the pharma space, and certainly in, in Asia, it, it's very difficult to do product recall. So how can we make that more effective? How can we send an alert to, to a patient to say, you scanned this product um, and, and there's been a, a recall and, and really be able to, uh, to, to quarantine down to the individual pack level rather than currently what we would see would be on a, on a very large batch level. And then, um, if we look at the uh, the next set of stakeholders, really, we're, we're looking at uh, how can we can we help, um, I, I guess, uh, border, border controls to, um, to to track and trace uh, either counterfeits or, or cross border uh, trade. Um, really, 
we see a lot of this at the moment, you know, uh, products that are sold in, in one country uh, suddenly end up being scanned in another country. How do we how do we how do we actually do something about this? We have no idea how, how that product got there. Uh, if it's a, a vaccine, how was it transported uh, across uh, if it wasn't in the, in the right cold chain um, uh, conditions? Um, but then also we can we can look at um, down to actual individual channels and you know we see maybe a product that was sold into a, a local government hospital suddenly would be scanned in in a clinic and um, so how do we how do we again look at it from from that angle and then obviously the, the big one is is really stopping counterfeits um, in coming into the market and and again I'll show some some of the um, some of the results we've we've been seeing um, in, in the space. And then, uh, if we look at uh, really healthcare organisations, how can we how can we actually make make their lives easier? And, and maybe not so much around the um, around, around the counterfeit side, uh, but really utilising this blockchain network that we have. If we're capturing all of this data along the supply chain, how can we then make make uh, efficiencies in in healthcare organisations? And some of the things that we're starting to see in this space is really around uh, around auto replenishment um, and. And being able to have a full uh, view of the of the inventory levels, no matter where they are at any any place in the supply chain, allows us to then take out this human element of having to reorder when we get to uh, we find we're in a situation where where we've run out of stock. Uh, and and another one is is really can can we use this to to maybe help a little around um, uh, around um, uh, warning people that 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 or warning healthcare um, organisations that that goods are about to expire and and so then and then uh, giving them an alert a little bit in advance so we don't get to a point where we we're having to write off a lot of goods from the customer. And then, as I mentioned, the, the third one is is really a fourth point is really around uh, around the cold chain and temperature monitoring now we see this as a as a as a, a big uh, kind of quality angle that, that a lot of our our clients and, and also our, our customers are asking for and uh, it, it's great that we can say okay it's, a, it's um, a genuine product or an authentic product but being able to add on the, these additional uh, data points around uh, around where it was stored and um, and how it was stored uh, add a huge amount of value um, to, um, uh, to to both the patient and also the, the, the healthcare organisations. And so, as I as I previously mentioned, you know this is this is not a, a pilot, a proof of concept. This is a, a real life um, uh, deployment. Uh, we've we've been deployed. We're deployed into four markets now in Asia. Uh, we're in Hong Kong. Um, Thailand, uh, Philippines, uh, and Korea. Um, one of the, the the reasons that we started this was was really um, to address a very pressing need that was that we saw in Hong Kong. Uh, there was a huge um, issue um, back in uh, 2019 around uh, fake HPV vaccines uh, flooding the market, and really this caused a huge amount of amount of panic, um, uh, and people were, were really worried about this, the safety of the vaccines, uh, and so. We, we worked with our, our clients to, to come up with a, a solution which uh, which would be a blockchain based uh, traceability and really it's all about um, a very simple app that a patient can download they can uh, scan the scan the code on the box uh, and it will tell them it's uh, it's a genuine product i.e it was distributed um, in that country um, and it's for sale in Hong Kong um, it was it's not so it looks like a genuine product but um, we, we have no idea where where that product came from everything about it looks fine the code on the box is fine but it hasn't been been through our supply chain and it's not in, in our blockchain 
And then the third option uh, or third, third variant is when it is actually a genuine product, but um, it was sold in Hong Kong, but the person who's scanning it's actually stood in, in, in Shenzhen and in, in China. Uh, and we have no way of, of knowing how that product got there. Uh, and really, we would we would say uh, or we would, we would caution that that you shouldn't be actually consuming that product because we 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 kind of kind of guarantee how it actually made made the journey. And so, really, <laughs> this is um, some of the insights that we're we're actually seeing, and and it it, it was quite um, it's quite surprising, not surprising, I guess, eye opening because this kind of information was never available. People knew, and everybody knew this 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 uh, this was going on, but nobody actually had any data points to to track it. Um, and then what we started to see is there's a there's a lot of um, as I say cross border um, that that's been uh, products moving from from different uh, different countries. Uh, we're seeing a lot of um, counterfeits now. Actually, we 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 saw we, when we launched the the um, the solution, the number of counterfeits we were seeing were were relatively low. I think now we've seen that that the the counterfeiters have, have started to um, maybe start to get wind and, and and starting to to kind of evolve their process. And so we're starting to to see a lot more counterfeits coming coming into the market over the last last couple of months, actually. But the product itself is is, is highlighting those, so it, it's it's um, it's stopping those products. Those products are being seized, um, and and um, and we are actually passing passing this data on to the um, the customs and and uh, and, and uh, security um, forces to to do something about it and actually actually go after these these bad actors. And so it's it's actually really highlighted um, every, the the data insights really uh, highlighted. That behavior that, that people knew was 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 going on, but we just didn't know how we could do anything about it. And so you can see here, this is uh, this is uh, basically what we what we're seeing here is is kind of cross border scans, um, and and so a lot of a lot of scans taking place in China. These these come very quickly. A product will maybe be sold in in Hong Kong, and very very quickly we will see a, a, um, a scan showing up on on our on our um, control tower. And from there we can actually pass this information. Uh, this is alerts that, that go back directly to the manufacturer. They come to come to us, and, and then also to uh, to the uh, customs and and uh, the healthcare um, organisations in in the countries. Uh, and really, it, it's all about kind of highlighting that um, that that. This there's this um, behavior going on, and we really need to to be part of a, a kind of a, a a solution to to do something about it. And so, as I say, we haven't um, so far we haven't great success in, in what we've done here. The, the the product itself is doing exactly what we hoped it would do when we, we set out to um, to, um, to to build the solution. Uh, it's now all about um, kind of scaling this to to more. Um, to more um, materials and more products, um, and a key focus is, is obviously around around vaccines, um, and and this is not just limited to to COVID vaccines. Um, we're, we're obviously looking across the the entire uh, vaccine portfolio, and really, how can we how can we start to build out this this network more um, to to bring in more data points? Uh, how can we how can we bring on um, more more people into the ecosystem. And, and really one of the, the key focuses we're, we're looking at now is how can we make this a, a very much an open platform? You know, no, there's no barriers to entry, um, no matter what what, what um, blockchain you're running or what cloud you're running, we, we can we can make it very easy so that, so that anybody can join. And that's always been the kind of the vision is is to build this network so that uh, so that, that, that it becomes an open network and, um, and, and 
we, we are giving data uh, or, or insights to, to people who, who need them most and, uh, and so that they, that they can make the right decisions. And so with that, I, I, I've come to the end of my, my presentation. Um, I'd, like to, uh, I'd like to thank uh, Conv2x uh, for the uh, opportunity to, to kind of present the journey that we've been on at, at Sulid Pharma. Um, I, I hope it was interesting and, and look, I'm, I'm very open to answer any questions about uh, how we got to where we are or the challenges that we, that we faced to, to get to, to where we are now. Uh, and I look forward to, to speaking to uh, you all again in the future. Thank you so much. Thanks.